It's easy to jump on a bandwagon when something is popular, but are you willing to step up for what is right when the outcome is unknown? On this week's episode, I end the 2020 Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month with an interview with fellow Filipino-American airman and leader, Senior Master Sergeant Eddie Grant. We talk about our digital origin story, his drive behind creating the popular Bebo Challenge videos, and how we need leaders to keep on doing the right things even when no one is looking. Let's go. It's time to celebrate birthday, first anniversary, the day to spit a verse in the face of adversity and rid the controversy, cause life is irreversible, I'm fresh like Versace, well versed and versatile, I'm every skin color, I'm bigger than diverse, my ethnicity is half heaven, half universe, and versus any adversary in a worse way, kill them with a verse to commemorate first day, today my first day. Welcome back everybody, Gabe Brock back on the mic once again, doing something different. You may, it, depending on how you're tuning into this show, because I'm not sure if I'm going to keep this uh, episode the way I'm recording it, I'm trying to figure out some video stuff, I'm trying to figure out how to step up my game. Um, there's a lot of production value that goes into doing uh, visual stuff on top of my podcasting platform. So I'm not mad about it, but I'm not, that wasn't the initial thing that I started when I started Content Elevation or even Breaking Red. The idea was just trying to show, uh, talk story with people and share my stories on, on an audio version, but like I think there might be some reasons why we could do uh, a visual version of this. So um, last week, over Memorial Day weekend, I was fortunate enough to host a uh, a mentoring session on a on a closed Facebook group. That I'll talk about uh, later on this episode, and I realized that like the vi- my video production quality needs to step up, and so um, also it's just a reason for me to tech refresh whatever I want to buy. Not going to lie. I'm just going to justify it. Like, oh, I had to buy all this stuff. I had to buy the, I might have to buy a new laptop. I had to buy like this ring light bullshit. What the fuck is going on? But I don't know how far this is going to go. So if you happen to see the video version of this, cool. If not, it doesn't matter. The audio version is going to be just as good. Anyways, so this week, if you didn't know, the month of May, the month of May happens to be more than just the month of May. It's also a celebration, a certain celebration of a community within the Air Force that it's our time to celebrate our heritage and celebrate some of our shared um, cultural things that we go along. It is the Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. If you didn't know that, the month of May is always that. And so uh, whenever it comes up, I look forward to it because I feel like the certain spotlight is on me and I got to do something special. Not really because I don't have to, but like it's a thing I'm very, very proud of as far as yeah, I happen to be that, and I'm in the Air Force, and I'm very, very proud of that. And so my guest today is another lead in the Air Force that is pushing the limits of both the personal and professional, uh, his passions, but at all times, staying true to himself as a leader. I am pleased to welcome to this, uh, this week's episode, Senior Master Sergeant Eddie Grant. Welcome to the show, bro. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks for having yeah, me. Man. Yeah, this is a this is good stuff. This is a I think it's a fitting. Um, we'll get to some of your potentially more notorious versions of as far as what you may or may not be known for around this time. But uh, um, you know, you and I have an interesting origin story. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that later. But uh, first off, um, you and I actually have a shared origin story because you're a fellow MSG. So you are your background is you are from security forces, right? 
Yeah, that's correct. Security forces by trade. Uh, it's pretty much all I know. I got to do some time at the staff. Uh, but other than that, most of my career has been in security forces. I didn't do anything fancy or DSD or anything like that. A cop by trade. So very similar to me, you know, there is a, there is an inherent comfort and safety of because of being a base level kind of guy. And so, uh, um, I'll say that, uh, my last job when I was at J bear, the, uh, the current security forces commander, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Rich, uh, Ziegler Z I just call him. Oh, I know him. I know him. Z, I was just thinking about him. I was just thinking about him last year. Z, his this dude, so he's hilarious. And so Z yeah. always, uh, whenever we'd be doing something, he'd always, we, you know, everybody's saying like everybody was doing all this awesome things, even me for my my comm stuff, whatever it is, or some kind of ops thing. And then he'd always be like, "You're welcome for being underneath the umbrella of my security." And I was like, <laughs> "You're right. <laughs> what am I going to say? Like, you're right." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he's yeah. a funny dude. Yeah, I was TDY with him last year, actually. Yeah, Z's, Z's a good dude. I, I was very thankful to to work with him in the last year of my tour at J Bear, and so, um, but yeah, so you have you're a you come from a traditional security forces background, and you know everybody gets a, a little bit of a career broadening, but uh, basically you've had a large amount of operational jobs that have led you to uh, your current rank of senior master sergeant that you pinned on um, effectively around March 2020. So, how do you think that diversity of experience has helped you become a, a rising leader? So to be honest, I wouldn't, when I think about what has gotten me uh, to senior master sergeant, I don't think about necessarily the different job titles or, or even the people. I, I think about the screw up. So um, really what got me here so quickly, I think, is uh, uh, the screw ups. When I was an airman, I, you know, I got, a, I, I got in a lot of trouble, uh, almost to the point where I had to see my way out of the Air Force. I got a, some uh, some punishment, some command level punishment. Uh, almost lost some rank. Um, was told at one point that uh, uh, you're you're not going to be able to reenlist. Uh, and from there, you know, I kind of spent my back against the wall, uh, kind of fighting to say, hey, look, I, I made a mistake, but but you know, I really want to st stick around and be a part of this. Um, so that drive and just constantly being against the wall um, has really given me the drive no matter what job I've been in. Cause all of us in the air force, right. We get put in these different jobs and we're proud of it. So we say, Hey, I got to do this. I did this. But what I really like highlighting is, is all the times I've screwed up, uh, because I had to have done something right to be where I'm at. But at the end of the day, it's, it's the failures that make the success. Right. Um, so for me that that's what that level of diversity, uh, is, is what's got me where I'm at. That's a great way of putting it. There's a lot of people who, you know, they're going to, they kind of see their career as like, Hey, I got all these positive, these positive pegs in my ladder. It's like, yeah, so I got, I got this awesome job. And then I became an NCO or CGO. I got this next one. And like, they see those things. And like, those are the things are that they have pride in. But your response when I ask you is it's, it's, it's not necessarily that it's a thing of, no, I had to learn through experience. I had to learn through the mistakes that I've made. And those are, those are important mistakes. I would argue that like their, your, your, your leadership style and the way that you carry yourself is built on your mistakes. Same thing for me. You know, I, I have made my share of things that, uh, um, not necessarily what I changed them. It's just that I learned something from them. And, sure. then, and then hopefully didn't repeat them. But like that idea of making sure that, uh, and I, I think I was talking to an, uh, um, another, uh, uh, he's a force support um, officer. 
we were talking about this last night and I said, there's something unique about being an airman. I honestly believe compared to the other services, mm-hmm. compared to the other services, airmen, we're, we're, we kind of, you know, we're okay without making mistakes in my opinion anyway, because that we move faster. We, we are, we're a little bit faster with everything because the mistakes are just learning points. Right. And so if throughout your career, because you've been successful enough to kind of make some mistakes and learn from them, that's what earned you these opportunities to, to perform at a, a different uh, higher level of responsibility or higher level of rank. And so those are the things that separate, I believe an airman from any but other service is that we, we go fast. We go really, really fast. We go the idea of 80% execute that violently. I don't really care. I just want to get some stuff done because that's what's important to me. We take care of our, we take care of our fellow airmen and that's going to be the most important thing and, and our fellow uh, service members. But those kind of things are what I believe separates us from the other services. It's just like we're comfortable with making the mistakes because they're not mistakes. They're just learning points. And that's all that means in, in the larger picture of everything. Yeah, I completely, 100% agree because yeah, any, you know, any, any leader can, you know, at some point they've done the right things, right? All of us can say, hey, I've gotten this award or this degree, um, but to get where you're at, uh, officer or enlisted and to say, hey, well, at one point, uh, you know, uh, I was here. You know, I always tell people uh, when I forget something or uh, I make a mistake or I do something wrong with simple math, I'm like, hey, my bad, SF with 40 ASVAB. You know, it's like I got, I got, I got no shade. I got no shade at, at all. You know, I, I pride myself on that. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like uh, th- those are the things I'm most proud of. It's not the shiny objects. It's like that. You know, this is a kid. You know, uh, never went to public public high school. Uh, you know, held back two grades, made nothing but F's. Spent four years in alternative school. Um, you know, barely scored high enough to get in the Air Force. Uh, you know, gotten lots of trouble my first uh, year in the Air Force. And, you know, you know, 15 years later, you know, here I am. So uh, th- those are my shiny trophies, you know. That's right. That's awesome, man. Those are the kind of things of like, you know, no matter what path any of us choose to come into the Air Force. And it could be from a prestigious, you know, whatever path happens to be, you you're joint, you choose to raise your right hand and serve in whatever service and specifically in the Air Force. Yeah. Um What's going to matter is game time. Like you're, you're here, you're wearing the uniform. Let's see what you're going to perform here. And, um, and I think the, the performance of everybody ends up becoming the, the delineator of how different leaders kind of choose to be. And, and it's, it's, it's a potentially a ingredient of where we came from. So I'm, I'm a huge believer in the diversity of our backgrounds as far as offers up why also the Air Force becomes a, a large opportunity to take the best of breed and we're going to take whatever works is going to work and then we adopt that and becomes um, there's no pride in where it comes from it's a you could be proud of it but there's no pride of it like oh I don't want you to just I, I don't want I, I need you to keep it exactly what it is like no 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 you're going to offer it up Simba style to like the 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 bigger Air Force and the bigger picture because that's what you're all about. Yeah. And so I think there's an idea of, you know, moving into uh, this month, you know, getting into our origin story. You and I have a 
a, a digital version of how we met. And so we actually met each other through the, uh, the Filipino American Airmen Group that was started in Facebook earlier this year. So I'm going to say shout out to uh, Mass Sergeant Ron Esposo, 670 their comm squadron, holla at your boy. Uh, he started this group. And so it's going over 4,400 members strong. And uh, if, you're, if you're interested, please search for Filipino-American Airmen and uh, get connected. And so, you know, he, he took his own, uh, his own idea of like, Hey, so sir, I think, uh, I think there might be some, some community out there that where, you know, even we're, we're dispersed worldwide. We have a very, very strong community, a very strong cultural heritage that we could share, um, in order to see some connections and kind of say like, yeah, we're airmen. We're also Filipino American airmen. So let's start, let's talk about that. And yeah. so he started doing the group and then all of a sudden it freaking it sparked like wildfire. And I'm very, very proud to be one of the, the OG uncle members of the whole thing. And it's just, I'm very, very proud of what Sergeant Esposo did, but that's essentially our origin story, how you and I digitally met. And so um, what do you, I want to ask you, what did you find most empowering about having a group like this to share and participate in throughout the world? I'll tell you, this is something that I've, never seen before. Uh, I don't think any of us have really stopped, scratched our heads and said, man, there are a lot of Filipino American. Dude, I didn't realize that. Like for real. I I, I, I didn't either. So seriously, uh, I second that uh, for Sergeant Esposo to create something so massive, all these people from different walks of life, different ranks, uh, you know, stationed all around the world. You know, I think social media gets such a bad rap, but uh, what he did really shows that social media, if used the right way, can be a very, very powerful tool, far beyond yes. what we could ever imagine, because he essentially took uh, the entire Filipino-American community and put them in one gonculator. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's a pretty strong equation, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and, and, and it showed uh, not just virtually, but uh, as I was trying to you know, go through the wickets of, of putting out this last video that we're getting ready to release. You know, it just seemed like, as, as you said earlier, you know, the answer was there, you know, um, there were some roadblocks, but uh, some of the people that were able to uh, lift those roadblocks, they were, they were fill uh, you know, and um, it's just a beautiful thing that we can connect this way, not just virtually, but through that page. Uh, like, oh, you're stationed here? Oh, wow. You're, yeah. you know, you're the yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's, it's pretty incredible and, and a very beautiful thing uh, at the end of the day. So uh, it was yeah. definitely, and I, you know, he could, not that he, he necessarily knew this was going to happen, but like you can't plan, nobody could plan for the coronavirus, COVID-19 kind of uh, pandemic going on, right? And so in this idea where we're struggling to find because we have to be physically separated, is there some way that we can kind of work towards still still remain connected? And like, so again, he didn't know, nobody knew that was going to happen. But the idea was he started it. He started it out of his own just volition as far as what needed to happen. Um, also, pause, spoiler. Sergeant Esposo, this is the d- direct peer pressure. Please, everybody in the Philam Amer- uh, Airman group, message him and be like, you need to go on Colonel Villa's show. Like, peer pressure the shit out of him. because Not that he's going to be scared, but like he needs to come on my show down the road. Unpause. So the idea of what he was doing just created a place where we're, we're sharing stories. We're sharing about where we came from, and there, there is a large amount of topics where we're talking about on there. And uh, um, as far as like 
cultural things of how we feel like we're represented in the Air Force, how we're represented in our communities, how um, all of us, you know, we, we grew up in certain cultural uh, backgrounds that we can always share humorous stories about. And in, I, I credit to him and the rest of the admins of the, of the group where this wasn't going to be just like a meme worthy talking shit about just Filipinos and anybody who's not Filipinos. It really became like, and it still exists as a place where you can ask questions. You can ask questions and of in a safe space to be like, hey, so I experienced this. Hey, is there anybody who's a maintenance officer? Is there anybody who's a security forces officer? I have a question about this or that. And you can ask it directly with someone who you already have like a built-in connection with because you have a cultural background uh, that you share. And therefore, it just it's, it's just a quicker, faster road to have better connections to being uh, airmen uh, today around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Really powerful tool. Yeah. Kudos to yeah, man. So uh, in early April, uh, I'll say it was a mid-April, early April, you started this little thing called the Bebel Challenge. So Bebel Challenge for any, the Bebel song, if everybody hasn't heard it, it's a uh, Black Eyed Peas song. And so uh, um, very much a cultural, I remember when it came out, I was like, damn, I have never heard this kind of song. It was a mainstream hip hop song, whatever you want to call it, released by the Black Eyed Peas. That was like legit had, it was representative of the Filipino culture. And, and I was like, oh, dang, this is kind of a cool thing. So it was back in the, I don't even know when the song actually came out. Regardless. 2005? 2005. Yeah, 15 years Ooh. old. I was, oh, okay. Oh, we're going to do that. Then, <laughs> then I was, <laughs> I was a, I think I maybe have been a senior first lieutenant, senior first lieutenant. That's not even a fucking real thing. I was like a, I was a lieutenant or a captain. It doesn't matter. There was a thing. And I remember I was like, oh shit, this is actually happening. Yeah. So the song came out 2005 and uh, it was an awesome thing. And yeah. then um, somehow in early April, I get tagged on some random Facebook discussion thread a bit like, hey, so we're going to create this, uh, this, uh, um, this video celebrating Filipino American heritage to this song. And I'm going to create, and it was from you. And I don't remember, I'm not kidding. Like all I remember is, I don't remember how I got tagged on this conversation. All I remember is I woke up and then there was like 673 messages in my inbox. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I'm scrolling, dude. Like, I don't know what all this is. And it's a thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so it was a whole thing of, and, and it was started by you. And I, I saw you as being the moderator and be like, Hey, so I want to start this thing. I want everybody to show this. Uh, uh, I want to get diversity of rank and um, show exactly some of the, the, the background of what makes us a strong Filipino uh, culture and then how we can um, start this to kick off the uh, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month in May. So I want to ask you, like, what was, what was some of your motivation to, to, to want to start that? Honestly, I saw the Don't Rush Challenges. I saw the uh, African American pilot Don't Rush Challenge, but like, you know, uh, you know, they, they get the hat, transform. Like, I want to transform too. It looks cool. You know? <laughs> so I wanted to be in one. Honestly, I wanted, to, I wanted to, you know, if we're being honest, y'all, you know, I was like, this is cool. You know, it is uh, cool. Yeah. But I noticed, I was like, man, there are a lot of these don't rush challenges. They're really bland. It's just like people doing like this and they're like, you know, looking yeah. cool. But like, flex. You know, flex, but I'm like, flex. Like, yeah, I get yeah, it, yeah. But... It, but, but, but like you can use a couple of those seconds uh, to more than just that. So I was like, yeah, it'd be cool. You know, Asian Pacific Heritage Month, we show that. We show to Nickling, 
uh, we show different dances, we show the food, we show the world that. So if we were to blend those two together, it would be a pseudo don't rush challenge. And I'm like, wait a minute, this song, it, it, I don't think it matches what I'm trying to do. And, then I, and the first right. song I thought of was Bebel. It's like one of my favorite songs, one of my gym songs. I'm like, I initially, I was like, hey, I'll leave it up to you guys, but I think this song would, would be better. And um, everybody that, you know, I put the message out there on the, the Phil Ann page and every person that commented, uh, I just threw them in a chat. Even if they tag somebody else, like everybody's going in the chat. So like right away, like 15, 16 people leave the chat. Dude. <laughs> it's like, the first message I get is I'm not being, a, you're, you are not about to have me apart uh, doing some video like this. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> really? There are some yeah. people who are like, they're like, nah, I'm good. And so I messaged people, wow. I was looking for certain AFSCs and I, when this first started and was just an idea, I messaged people directly and there were a lot of people like, nah, this sounds weird. And so I, I, wow. I, I I'm, yeah, so a, a couple people, there was even, there was even some that said, uh, hey, this isn't going to be in line with my career goals. And, you know, I'm thinking that's lame. Yeah. Oh that, that, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> my lame. face. That, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I really commend uh, the, the key leaders, uh, yourself, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dye, Colonel Stevenson, some of the, the first leaders who stepped up and said, this idea is cool. I'm going to put my neck out there and support this. Uh, and then it blew up. And then after it blew up, everybody wants to be a part of it. Of so, what? What? No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what do you mean? If somebody yeah. got popular and everybody does get on it, get the fuck out of here. That's so weird. So. <laughs> exactly. And then, and that's probably been one of the, the frustrating things because I want to accommodate that because going back to what we said, the Phil Am page is a really beautiful thing because we have so many people from sure. so many different jobs and you want to show that as much as you can. But even extending the song, it's five minutes long, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. It's only five minutes. But like when you get 700 videos, like what am I going to do with all these things? And like it's a... <laughs> Exactly. And I, I remember when I had like 20 people in the chat, they were like, I'll, that didn't, I didn't even get all their videos, but I was like, oh my gosh, there's like 20 people that are interested in this. This is so yeah, cool. That's so yeah, cool. You know? I, like, I got a captain that's willing to do this. This is so awesome. You know, like, you know, if now we got GOs and we have the ambassador and Black IPs and Brandon Vera. So the yeah. whole thing, I, I never thought that it was going to blow up the way it was i thought it was gonna be something cool we could share in the page something yeah. that a couple of us could come together make something cool chuckle at uh and and kind of share with us or share with your friends i didn't think it was gonna blow up the way it did you know? right like i was only the the one person potentially that i really cared that i wanted to see this video was my grandma back in hawaii like, I know, grams and she wouldn't see it because she's not on facebook or any kind of social media kind of stuff i have to call julia I need you to put your video on my on your phone. Go to go to the house in Aia, show Grams a video, and be like, "Oh, this is Gabriel just doing random stuff, whatever it is." And so, <laughs> I I agree with you. There was the idea was when I first saw the the first conversations, I was like, "Oh, this is cool," and I didn't. My my first gut instinct was, "This is not a career thing. This is not a uh, I don't I don't know how I'm going to be perceived in the whatever it is. That's that's not important to me. the The idea was. I saw the energy that you're trying to share. It was a positive intent. You wanted to celebrate a certain version of the Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month from the Filipino perspective. I'm like, yeah, so that, that's me. So I'm all about that. Yeah. And so in the early stages, it's like, hey, so we're trying to get, I recall seeing, again, in the 700 uh, messages when I woke up, 
there's a lot of, as usual, a lot of the younger airmen were, were all about it, which is fine and nothing wrong with them. And, and they're probably easily, you know, they did it in like a couple minutes. And yeah. I was like, well, I'm, let me go recruit my daughter. She helped me record the video. I'm like, baby, I need you to come do this thing, record this, do this. Why? Just don't question me. Just do this, please, and figure it out. She she understands at some point in time when she saw me starting to do the weightlifting. She's like, "Am I recording you doing weightlifting?" I'm like, "No, this is a different thing. It doesn't matter." So the idea was trying to, like you said, just kind of lead from the front and be like, "Hey, so we got a lieutenant colonel uh, of a of a another MSG or a cyber ops guy." But like, yeah, we already got him on board. Would that make potentially everybody else? feel more comfortable about your efforts of yes. being a positive thing. There's nothing, there's nothing political. There's nothing official. It's just a celebration, a celebration of who we are as a people and a celebration of who we are as airmen and that we're proud of our, our unique kind of perspective that we offer to the Air Force. Because I, like I said earlier in the episode, I believe the diversity of thought and the diversity that we bring to our service just adds to the flavor, right? It adds to the goodness that, that comes with it because all of our cultural backgrounds uh, provide something positive. And so I was like, no, this is easy. I'm going to do my thing, submit the video, and then boom, some, some freaking magical stuff happens. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to bear with me because I'm going to read some credits that I can show here. So um, the, the Bebo videos, and I'll say at least version 1, version 1.1, version 2, we'll talk about like some song uh, copyright kind of stuff, but like you got airmen, like airmen, airmen like no stripe airmen or one stripe airmen all the way up to brigadier general one stars. And so of which pause, I will be interviewing uh, a brigadier general uh, canless on my episode pretty soon. So don't worry about that, but it's going to be awesome. Unpause. So you have various ranks, both enlisted in and through the officer ranks of everybody who is proud Filipino American serving in the air force. Uh, The video received positive feedback from the U S embassy in the Philippines and uh, users thanking the U.S. Air Force members of their service. Uh, Filipino-American Black Eyed Peas member Apple Day App and uh, UFC fighter Brandon Vare getting a shout-out in the video. And so, obviously, they're sharing it amongst their respective platforms. On Facebook, the video uh, organically reached over 121,000 people and generated 9,000-plus-something engagements. It could be a happy face or a smiley face or a, a wow face. On Twitter, the video has been reviewed, viewed at least close to 4,000 times. On Instagram, the video reached at least close to 5,000 people. And then on YouTube, at least on your channel alone, only on your channel, could be on all the channels, I'm not going to do all that math, but like 24,000 views. And so all of those numbers reflect like your, your little experiment or just wanting to do something to celebrate where we come from ended up being like a like a global phenomenon. I, I think that's a, a fair, uh, um, fair statement to say because it's, it's had a huge positive impact. Yeah, I, I think so. And the majority of our views were from the other platforms, from Apple to App, from Brandon Vera. On Apple to App's Facebook page, it got close to half a million from his alone. Bruh. Bruh. He shared it outside of, of, of the organic source um, and on his Twitter as well. So uh, again, I mean, nobody can predict these things right um and and it's 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 beautiful because again i don't think any of us stop and say wow there are a lot of filipinos in the air force up until now oh. up until up until uh Espozo created the page is probably yeah. the first step to seeing that and revealing that um but then this video kind of uh, complements that um that 
we are a, a force to be reckoned with. We, we, we do a lot for the U.S. Air Force. We do. Uh, we do. You know, of all ranks, of all career fields, um, we're, we're, we're there and we have that common bond. Um, and it really shows within that page. It shows within the video. Um, and I, I, just, I just found it to be uh, such a beautiful thing. Even editing it, um, it was beautiful to see. Um, all the, the, you can literally see the pride within the videos and then you mesh them together. And oh, I'll yeah. tell you, um, you had talked about your daughter. I have to give a shout out, uh, uh to, to my, my brother, Shannon, uh, a friend of mine. Uh, he spent about, uh, an hour, an hour and a half throwing a pineapple at me. Um, and, and I'm like, <laughs> and, 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 and he, and he's a holly, like he, 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 he is, uh, he, I don't, I don't think he's been around too many Pinoy's. And he's like, hey, I got you. You need me to do this, I'll do it. You know, so we got the camera set up. I'm like, all right, so I, I, I'm not going to look at you throwing the pineapple. I want it to actually hit me so it's by surprise. Yeah, and right. so, you know, he's tossing. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, a true bro will throw a pineapple at me for an hour, you know. With yeah, something yeah. Kid, yeah. You know? Uh, so, so, like, uh, it, was a, it was a really cool thing. So I had to give him a shout out. He helped a lot uh, with, with, with my little part. Um, and, and that's what's cool about, you know, doing uh, podcasts or videos or photography. It may not make sense when you're doing it, but once you, you put the, you know, finishing touches to it, it's like, ah, I get Dude, it now. It there, there, for the amount of time that people, you know, for everybody who was, uh, um, and, I, and I'll say that I know there was like a hundred something uh, um, uh, entries that you don't, you're in your DMs, just ah, so many people trying to get into the video because it was an awesome thing, especially as it blew up after the, the part one. And then people saw they want to be part of part two and part three when it comes out. So it, it's, it's not, it, it's not um, underestimated the power of what you're doing and what you've did, I should say, and then how people want to be part of that. So it's, it's an amazing story. Yeah. However, there is a, I, I'm not kidding. Like my video took all of two minutes because maybe I know how to weight lift. I know my daughter knows how to freaking video record stuff. So like, it just really happened really fast. Like Sergeant Disposo, Sergeant Disposo had to take, he took like some long ass, like six hour hiking fucking thing to get like the mountains of Alaska behind him. And then he's like, had, he had to shave his like his COVID-19 beard. It was all scraggly, like cast away. And so like, there's a lot of people who put in because they they knew how important this was to try and represent our community and and make sure that uh, they wanted to be as much as possible they want to be part of it you we can't have everybody because there's too many things and you're you're not doing this for profit or anything like that you're doing this out of your own volunteer time and so i i want to thank you for all the time you put into this because it's just it's just you you're doing it because you're doing it out of the the where you believe is the right place in order to represent where we come from in an important month without the year or uh, throughout the year and just be like, no, this is what we need to do. And this, this is who we are. And you've, the video shows just all the, you know, creativity is going to win. Like if you're, you're showing, you, you're dropping fire, your stuff is going to get freaking uh, represented. And so I, as I watch it and I see some of the, uh, uh, some of the, uh, the draft stuff that you send me, it's like, Oh dude, this is, this is good stuff. Like I'm not, I'm not mad about any of these things that people are submitting. So uh, a couple of things on what you just said. Uh, I think you'll find this funny is I use your video for people who continuously throw their hat the wrong way and submit it to me. <laughs> I literally use your really? video. I send your nine, it's nine seconds. That's how I know your, your video is nine seconds. I send your video specifically 
because yours is not too intricate. The hat is thrown perfectly from the audience's left to right, and it's yeah. thrown perfectly to the right. I always use your video. Uh, I, I I had one person. I, I, I had one person say, "Oh well, are you showing me the CrossFit? Or are you showing me the hat?" I'm like, "I'm showing you the correct direction." <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> this is funny so i have to i have to throw this out there no name but somebody uh sent me a uh, a video of them about five six times uh and it, the hat was thrown the wrong way and i said okay. hey look watch this video so i sent your video and um the next time they sent me a video they threw it angry so they're they're in their office and they're like <laughs> oh god <laughs> i'm not gonna you are you trying to send me what are you doing <laughs> are you not entertained like, uh. <laughs> so, so you know it's funny but yeah multiple times i've shared uh your clips specifically to show people like hey i know it, it may not make sense in the wording but just watch this um this is a great example of, of how to do it correctly um i want to use this platform really for all the people that submitted uh, to, to a couple of things to say sorry, uh, because I know everybody wanted to be in it and I really, really would love to be in it. Um, the reason why I do this um, really is because um, putting these clips together is really fun. That's honestly, uh, you know, I, I am uh, um, Filipino American. I love the fact that um, we get hundreds and thousands of views, but really I truly just enjoy video editing. That's the real reason I want to keep doing it. Yeah, man, this it's awesome. So um, you know, um, and, I, and, I, and I'm proud of my heritage, but other people are proud too. And other people have, now that they see the code, the smoke is clear, uh, I get, we have more people that put in. And you know, I, I do wanna say sorry for the people that have really taken the time um, to, to, to make quality submissions. Uh, you know, and, and, and unfortunately, some, I, I, I've had to make some decisions where, you know, wow, I, was, I wasn't in it. And, and, and you know, it, it's unfortunate. Um, but I just want to keep, you know, for everyone to keep in mind that when we put stuff out, once you put stuff out to the world, you can't take it back. And and really, we could, if, if you put out something the wrong way, if you don't put out the absolute best quality, um, y y we could have ended up being the butt of jokes. Filipino. Oh, yeah. You know, I, we, dude, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that could have, it could have gone the other direction. And, and we could have been laughed at. We could have been on, oh, so we did make Airman NCO and it was nothing but positives. So when I make these, I when that. I make these videos, I need to make sure it's not just creativity, it's dress and appearance. It's the way that you, you know, you, you present yourself in uniform. It's the quality of your video submission. It's what's in the background. Is this right. appropriate for the air force? Is this appropriate for our culture? Is, is, is this comedy? Is it, is it good, clean comedy or is it something that could be perceived a different way? I right. have to factor right. in all these things because at the end of the day, if we put out something that, uh, you know, we're the butt of jokes. I, I'm the single point of failure for that. So it's like I'm putting our culture on, on my shoulders. Um, and, and hopefully everybody understands that. I know there were some people that were, well, you know, just calling it out um, the way it is. There were, there were some people upset. And I, I promise you, it's not my intention to say, you know, hey, put together this, these lavish attempts and, and I'm just going to disregard you. I'm, not, I'm looking at every single video and I'm giving consideration to every single video. But if it's 10 to 15 seconds, I only have five minutes. Um, and, and which ones are going to make people say that's awesome? Which ones are, are people, or which one is just taking up, you know, extra time and, and might be forgotten about? You know, we're we're sharing this with hundreds of, of thousands of people, uh, and, and I want to make sure that at the end of the day, if it upsets a couple hundred, but it keeps us in a positive light with with that many. Uh, unfortunately, that's that's kind of what what you got to do. I see why, uh, like the 
like directors, I, you know, uh, it's gotta be a hard job for them. You know, I, I could never do it. <laughs> No, you, know? you, you have to figure out like, oh, that was an awesome shot. Also, it's not going to make the final. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, I know you were crying and it was badass. You were flexing and it was really cool. And no, not going to. Maybe the director's cut part two with the with the the other thing on the side. But like, no, that's <laughs> it's just part of the um, as 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 being a, a fellow creative person, you're going to have to make certain decisions to be like, no, this is what I want to share because your name like. Your name is on it. Like it's an Eddie Grant production. There's there is a there is a um and I think there is uh that's part of you being a leader by making sure you owned it. The both good and the bad. Because you don't know. Nobody nobody knew exactly what was gonna happen from it. As soon as you hit it was May first, you're like, boom, click, this is gonna happen. Nobody knew what was gonna happen. Well, how it was going to turn out. It could have been positive, could have been negative, but you were very, very upfront. Be like, I'm going to own this and I'm the one kind of, you know, putting the work in to figure out that stuff. And, and it's fair for you to make sure that, you know, take credit for the, the work that you put in. But like the idea of um, this is, this is the, something I create to put out there. And it ended up being an extremely positive effect. I'm not going to lie. There, there's, there's, I hope that um, it inspires people in the, what I've told people who, who've reached out to me as well, as far as like, Hey, so, Hey, sir. So I submitted this thing and I don't, hopefully I'll make the cut and we'll see exactly if I make it a part two or part three. What, what I tell them is like, Hey, so you know that you're still Filipino American throughout the rest of the year. Exactly. Like you don't have to, you don't have to just worry about if you get shine during this month. I, I get it. Like that's, that's a thing. And it's, there's, there's times where, um, if you get celebrated, cool. But like, like for me personally, like I'm Hawaii all day. I'm a Filipino American. I was raised in Hawaii and I, I live my stuff 365, 24 seven all day. And so, um, I try and represent that every single time that I can. It's not necessarily only when May comes up or only when whatever it is, because then it seems those kind of efforts can be, can seem, can be taken as disingenuine or some sort of, um, Oh, you're just trying to get the shine because whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. This is who I am. And so through time, and th people end up uh, experiencing that through different points of their life as far as, you know, I'm, I'm uncle status. I'm 40, 40 something. I'm 40. So like uncle status where I'm very comfortable who I am. And so the idea of sharing my aloha, sharing who I am as a person, I just do every single day. I don't wait until, oh, this is the Hawaii celebration. We're going to do some stuff. We're like, no, I do fucking right every all goddamn day that I want because that's the kind of person that I am. And I really think that, you know, you're setting a good uh, example as far as your, your humility about wanting to offer to everybody else as far as there are people who uh, you're going to, um, if you can't include them in the whole thing, it's not a big deal. There, there is more than opportunity. There's more than enough people to do stuff throughout the entire year. And I, I do believe that as much as we are celebrating this um, in the month of May, that it doesn't stop. Here's, that's that's going to be the key thing between you and I and everybody who's keeping it real. Who's, who's about this life for real, for real? Who's celebrating these things throughout the year because you're proud Filipino-Americans, because you're proud airmen? You're proud of being who you are, not because it happens to be your designated month. Exactly. This video should be a, a glimpse uh, of, of, of who you are all the time. 
you know, it, it, I, I completely 100% agree. Um, you know, uh, before all of this, I, I, I've met people who are like, oh man, you're, you're Filipino too. And it's like, yeah, what, what's the big deal about it? Kind of thing. <laughs> um, you know, I've met at the, I've, I've seen it the other way around, like, oh, you're Filipino. Oh yeah. Do you speak Tagalog? No, I, I, I don't. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's, it, 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 it's one of those things. Like I've always been, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just as much uh, American as I am Filipino. You know, I grew up in a Filipino household. My mom's from Cebu. Um, you know, and, th and there are people that I know, uh, cause it's a small air force and a lot yeah, of the people, it is, it is. uh, big shout out to, um, Ferdy Hooper. Um, you know, we were on the same, uh, Asian American Pacific Islander, uh, uh, heritage group in 2015. And, um, you know, he is just, he just absolutely loves Filipino pride, you know, and, and, and you can see it, you know, uh, uh, he's the guy, um, his group, they did the tnickling in the beginning of part two. Yep. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, and, and he's going to be in part three and, he, and, you know, he just, uh, he's, he's an example of, of, of someone that's just genuinely proud of who they are. Um, you know, and I, I'll tell you, I'm proud of being, uh, um, a half because I, I, I tell people that, uh, you know, um, you're like a pot of gumbo, you know, and, and, you know, I grew up, I grew up in Georgia. Um, I, I grew up around, uh, a different diverse groups of people. And that's what makes a lot of flavors in, in my, in my, in my gumbo. You sure, know, sure. Um, so it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, be, be proud of who you are holistically, uh, you know, uh, cause that's what makes you unique. Yes. So. I think it's, uh, um, so as much as I have, I, uh, you and I have enjoyed this last month and it's been, it's been interesting, you know, normally, normally at a certain base, there's going to be some festival, right? We're going to go into a hangar. Guess what's going to be food, dancing, food, more food, and then other food, and then other food over there, because that's what we do is, as, as Filipinos or the whole Asian American thing. And it's awesome. Those things are not available to us now. And it, it's, we have to find alternative ways to stay connected. And, like, and I'll say that it sort of filters out, like who's, who's actually about this life? Who's actually going to try and celebrate the positive things? We're not trying to find divisive things as far as like, oh, you're not a real, oh, you're a hapa. Like, the fuck? Like, no, fuck you. Yeah. There's yeah. an idea of who's actually maintaining these positive things that we, we know. We know exactly from our cultural heritage that, are, that makes us strong communities, that makes us strong individuals. And as that flavor, like you said, to the gumbo, is the gumbo of the Air Force. And I truly believe that. And so uh, we'll see exactly what happens at the end of, at, I, I care, don't care, because the, the real people are going to recognize what we do. Um, yeah. If you're, you're part of the Phil I'm Airman group, don't, don't be that guy or girl. Make sure you maintain that same energy throughout the entire year. But I will say that like this, I, this, this experiment, and I'll call it experiment, maybe because like, you know, I, I don't know if you, you, I would say that you didn't have a calculated thing. You just saw something in an opportunity and you took advantage of it and you, it, it turned out positively throughout the whole thing. But like, I believe based on conversations you and I have had on the side, as far as this has actually sparked something, you're, this is a professional thing and, a, and a, a positive thing you're bringing to the Air Force, but it's also sparked a personal thing for you of like you, you weren't necessarily ready to re reveal to the rest of the world or whatever it is. For, and it's everybody just like me, you know, I wasn't when I decided to release my thoughts as a podcast, as a, as a book, as a, as a blog, like 
you have to have that brave step of like, I just want to share my story and share who I am to the world. So I think um, people may or may not know you have like, I don't want to call it an alternate ego, but you have this other side of Eddie Grant that you want to start sharing with the rest of the world. So tell me about that. Yeah. So uh, making these videos, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of shown me um, a love for creating um, uh, with video editing. Uh, it's well. I want to say it's it's shown it to me. It's kind of uh, revitalized my love for creating. It's been it's um, been there. No, I, I'll yeah. say it's been there. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, before all of this, um, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a musician, and it's something that I'm I'm passionate about as well. But you know, when you're when you're a musician, you're chasing a dream. But when you're chasing a dream, you're kind of running from reality. So sometimes reality catches up with. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pa- what the fuck? Pause. Bars. I didn't. I wasn't ready for that. Jesus. Okay. Everybody should realize what he just said and then move on. Keep going, please. Jesus. <laughs> so, and, and, and what I mean by that is like, uh, you know, when you're, when you're pursuing one thing, you may be neglecting another. Uh, and all of yep. us, not all of us, but many of us, um, we have goals and aspirations uh, on, on our personal lives, but we also have uh, families and, and careers uh, to tend to. And sometimes that tends to, to take precedence, rightfully so. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I've, I've been doing music for, uh, as long as I can uh, remember, um, you know, and I, I, I started to learn, uh, not just writing songs, but, um, how to go about getting songs professionally, uh, you know, recorded and, and, and mixed and mastered, um, to where you have a solid product. Like, you know, at the end of the day, if you're going to make something, um, give it your very best presentation, just like the videos. Give it the very best presentation because once it's out there, you can't pull it back. You know, it's 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 out there to it's out there to the world, right? Um, so I've never really released anything uh, at all. Um, you know, I've kind of kept it and I've shared it with a few people. I, I've shared a little bit with yourself, but I want to uh, in the future. I want to you know share the stuff that I've recorded because I've worked on a project, a full album for. Uh, probably about five years. I've I've worked on an album with live instrumentation. You know, uh, I'll, I'll, I literally put my heart and soul into this project, um, but I, I never released it because um, right. it'd be you just put it out there and you get a couple likes. It, but but what separates you from seven point five billion people in this world? What makes you different? You know, um, when you know, uh, I, I've been I've been writing a book, and I'll, I'll tell you the first sentence I say in it is, uh, "When you leave this world, what will you leave this world?" You know, um, is my music going to leave bars, bars, Jesus. Okay. Keep going. (laughs) You know, uh, and and it goes with the music. I know that when I put this out there, uh, I can't unput it out there. So if I'm going to put something out that is going to be a a full representation of myself, I need to make sure it's damn near perfect. Uh, you know, and and it's one of those things, but that can also be the death of you. You know, if if I had that same mentality for the Bevo Challenge, part two still wouldn't be released. Nope. No, you would still be editing right now. You you would not record with me. You would just keep on editing. Yep. Exactly. So sometimes I I heard someone say one of the greatest keys to success is putting deadlines on yourself. Like by this time, I will do this. By this time, I will release this podcast. I will release this album. I will release this project. No good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. You know, eighty mm-hmm. percent uh, product uh, is better than a one hundred percent product that doesn't exist. Yep. So um, sooner or later, I, I, I do have to put out what I have. And, you do. And not 
You do. There is a, you know, I talked uh, separately outside of the podcast, but like the idea of um, maintaining that creative energy. And so like, you know, I, I do my podcast out of my own self-interest. I don't, this is not a, a, uh, not kidding for anybody who has a, a, a inkling of what they think this is. There's no, there's no profit from this. I just do this because I, I feel like I need to do this. I feel like I want to offer myself as a platform to talk about leadership and developing rising leaders, connecting with legit leaders like Eddie. And I just want to be like, no, this is what I want to talk story and share my things because that's the kind of positive things I want to put into the world. There's, there is no designated bottom uh, dollar sign underneath that. But the idea is we're just staying creative. Our, our, my, um, maybe this is uniquely Filipino. I don't think so. I think it's uniquely just human. People who feel creative, we just have to do stuff. And we have to put our energy out in the world and it just needs to be out there. And so I, my creative energy happens to be bullshit about my words. It happens to be about bullshit about how I talk about leadership, how I talk about wanting to be a good person in my own unique way that has zero attachment to be an official Air Force thing. It's not. I should have said this. Someone told me, uh, I suppose told me this earlier. Maybe I should have some official disclaimer. This is not the official thing of the, I don't give a fuck because this is my goddamn show. Say whatever I want. This is, this is our expression of ourselves. This is our expression of who we are as, as men, who we are as individuals in this world and how we choose to express ourselves. And like, I've listened to your music and it's, it's, there's some bars. There's some stuff in there that I'm like, dude, this, you just do it. You need to send it and just, and just share it out with the world. And, uh, um, and I think throughout the, the experience of the Babel challenge, hopefully that kind of sparks you to kind of get some stuff going. And I'm, I'm willing to whatever it is for my platform, my small little platform, I can help you out or it doesn't even matter. I don't care if 6.73 people listen to this stuff. You just need to just Share your energy out there because there is a positive effect that even if it affects one person, that is enough. That is enough because I think you are not trying to find the most massive things. I think it's you're trying to find the right people to inspire the next generation. You and I talked about before we started recording. You and I are, we're not old hat, but like we got to get ready to the next generation. We get, we're looking at those NCOs. We're looking at those CGOs. Be like, we're trying to, I don't care what background you come from. You don't have to be Filipino, Filipino American or not. I want you to be a good airman and be a good officer, be a good NCO, be a good person. That's the thing that actually makes, makes sense to me. And I want to inspire you to the right things versus any other bullshit that's going on. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It's very, it sounds very reflective. My dad used to say, you know, son, I don't care what you do in this world as long as you're a good person. Uh, and, and, you know, when you talk about leaving legacies, uh, I think those go hand in hand with one another. You know, um, just just be yourself. Don't be fake, you yes. know. Uh, and and we, we see that all the time, uh, people's agendas, their motives. Uh, just be yourself. You know, uh, going back to the, the video, I could, I could say, like, the whole sole purpose I'm making these videos is because I'm just so proud uh, to be Filipino-American. I am. But the, course, the true reason course. keeps me going is because editing is fun. Like I just like doing it, you know, and I like I like connecting with people and, and putting it. To, like it is super fun to have somebody say, "Hey, I don't know how to put these two videos together," and then I speed it up, line it up, and like the transition. <laughs> is perfect. 
I'm like, and then that's why I want to share them. That's why I drop them in the chat group. Like, yeah. You know, see, <laughs> like, you know um, now be true to your motives. Be true to who you are. Uh, 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 be yourself. Because uh, at the end of the day, um, no one can do it better than you. Uh, everybody else is already taken. You know, so it's like, just, just, just be who you are. You know, I always tell people, like, if someone's weird, that's, that's a good thing. If someone's a weirdo, that's probably a good thing because they're showing you everything up front. If somebody's too cleaned up, too perfect, they might have dead cats in the closet, you know? So, mm. it, 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 yes. Oh, okay. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> be weird, be yourself. Like, you know, and, and, and you know, you have, uh, as us, as airmen, you have yourself, your walk of life, the way you grew up, your ethics, your principles, and you have what the Air Force indoctrinates us. Uh, to be great leaders, you have to be able to maneuver both uh, to be an effective leader. If you go this way too much, they're not going to buy what you're selling. If you go this way too much, the Air Force isn't going to buy what you're selling. Nope. So you have nope. a leader, you have to find a way to maneuver both uh, to, together. You know, it's true. Because, uh, you know, I was Eddie Grant before I put on this uniform, and I'm going to be Eddie Grant when I take it off. Oh, Jesus. Okay. If I could, if, I, if I'm so good to do like explosions in my video editing, I'm not that good, but that's exactly what happened. <laughs> no, that's true. There, there is a, there's an idea and I've, I've learned that through my career as well of like, um, I don't, I don't choose to compromise anything. There's a, I have, I am, I, I am gay Brock as a person, as an individual. I'm a gay Brock. I am Lieutenant Colonel Villa as an officer. I am Gabriel as a husband. I'm Gabriel as a father. I'm Gabriel as a coach. I'm Gabriel as somebody that just makes bullshit things in a Filipino American kind of thing and wants to be as cool as you are and as Sergeant Sposo is. It's just there's positive things that I choose to to put out in this energy in this world. And I'm continuing to do that. And I don't worry about anything past that. And so there is the there's no compromising because I don't have to compromise anything. I stay true to myself the entire time there's lots of people around us who's going to feel like oh i need to balance uh, and we don't have to get into this but like i don't i personally don't believe work-life balance is just balance it's just it is and and i am i'm i'm very happy where i am in my my progression my career we'll see exactly where that goes but like um the idea of me being a proud airman and being a proud leader is where i grew up you know, so for anybody else who, I don't know if I've shared this story. I may have shared it really, really small. So um, I am a, I am a uh, third generation military member. And so my grandfather was a chief warrant officer in the Coast Guard. My dad was a chief my sergeant in the maintenance field in the Air Force. And then I'm a bullshit 05 in the fucking whatever it is. So like the idea of, I know where I come from. I come from good stock, bitch. I know exactly where I come from. And so like, the idea of where I'm going to go, nobody's going to stop me from that. I know exactly where I'm going to go because I was raised right. I know the people that share the same values like Eddie, like everybody else in, in our community. We have a strong sense of who we are and those kind of things help us in the long run is where we're going to go. So anyways, this is good stuff. So uh, Eddie, so there is a... Um, this is this is a longer version of the podcast episode. I'm hella happy about that. And so the uh, um, I want to offer you some last words. And I'm I'm gonna you don't, you don't have to say exactly where people can reach out to you. I'll put it in the podcast episode uh, notes below. So offer you some final thoughts here before we sign off. 
Yeah, I, I would say uh, if I could say anything, it'd be uh, uh, first to Esposo, thank you so much for making the Phil Am page. I think what you did is yeah. uh, truly incredible. Making a Bevel Challenge video project doesn't even compare to actually building this community and putting it together. So uh, hats off to you. Uh, I want to say thank you uh, to you for allowing me to come on here and, and just chat with you. Um, I think this is great. Uh, I, I, I wish I had people that I, I could just sit and, and, and chat with. If it wasn't the morning time, I'd have a Sam Miguel instead of coffee. Uh, <laughs> it's nighttime for me. It's almost nine o'clock for me. It's 9 a.m. for you because you're in Japan and I'm in Maryland, but that's all. Yeah. Good, so. <laughs> uh, but this, is, this has been fun and I, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to listen to my story and things like that. I want to say thank you to uh, everybody in the, in the page, um, not just the people that made submissions, uh, but the people who shared it, you know, um, and people who cheer us on and, and are like, this is great. Uh, it just seems like we have such a, a wonderful group of people. When um, there's questions um, that are posed in the page, there's never any bashing. It's always like, hey, I'll help you out. Um, and I think that really is reflective of our culture. Um, you know, we, it's like a big uh, 4,000 plus family in there. Um, and, and it's a really beautiful thing. So I, I really want to take the time to say thank you to everybody in the page for supporting um, not just this challenge, but supporting one another um, because May is about to be over and we're going to continue to be uh, Philams uh, in the Air Force. That's right. Um, we have a, a responsibility to, to, to help each other when we need it. Um, and it's not just about the project. And, um, you know, uh, the, the last thank you is, is to, the, you know, the people that um, did help make these projects a success you know um, the people that were in the videos the first uh, leaders that stepped up and said i'm gonna stick my neck out for this i don't care because this is who i am like yourself uh, lieutenant colonel die colonel stevenson um you know this has been a, a, a really fun ride um, I'm, i'll be honest with you i'm glad that this is the last video i'm making i, I kind of want to take a small break from video editing uh <laughs> I, you know uh i'm, 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 I'm it out you know, yep, uh, it out. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but uh, really only thing I just want to say to everyone is just thank you. I'm humbled uh, to be amongst uh, such such wonderful people. And, and I'm glad that I'm a part of this group and and uh, I'm just overwhelmed with appreciation. And, and thank you. Yeah, man. That's awesome. This is a, it's a super positive message and I'm going to end it with a positive, but also challenging message. So the end of May is going to be, what is this like Sunday? The end of May is Sunday. Mm hmm. Who's going to step up and be leaders? Who's going to step up when it comes June one? That your you know your your Cinderella thing turned into a pumpkin. Recognize real. Who's going to actually be the real leaders out there? The Air Force needs right now, and the rest of our community needs now. So, Eddie, I really appreciate you coming on my show. This has been an awesome time. I have no idea I'm going to do this video stuff because I, I don't know what to do with my hands. There's all this stuff, but that's beside the point. So, <laughs> hey, so the rest of the content elevation uh, audience, thank you for tuning in this week. I will see you next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Content Elevation. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. Visit our site at constantelevation.co. Find and follow us on Facebook at constantelevation.co. And like and follow me on Instagram at, at gaybrock01. As always, don't wait for the future. Define the future.